Hello and welcome back to the Get Through It Podcast, the podcast where we wait for it, get through it. I'm your host, Andrew O'Connor. Welcome back. We are new, improved, slightly more serious, the Get Through It Podcast. Hello, and uh, first things first, I gotta say, I've been pretty shit at being consistent. Um, it is currently... Sunday, February 26th, and this is the first episode I am back to recording since, well, that last episode saying the, the great comeback or whatever, and I've sucked. Consistency is the thing that I tend to find the hardest when doing anything that makes me uncomfortable, and this podcast tends to do that, makes me uncomfortable and nervous. So, this is me vowing. Um, I will get better. I will try to do a couple uploads a week. Um, whether it be five minutes, ten minutes every day. Because that's doable. Everyone has ten minutes a day to... To do whatever. My goal is just to be better. Nothing else. Just to be better. And I want to help people. I want to share the information I know. And I want to keep doing this. So I'm not going to promise daily uploads. But I'm going to try to. Like I said, it's going to be anywhere between 5-10 minutes. Probably even shorter. Um, <clears throat> but this will kind of give you a a way of... Knowing that I'm doing this. Um, So consistency is hard for everyone. You're only human. And getting out of your comfort zone can take a lot. It sucks. It's it's intimidating. It's it's not for everyone. Um, And I hate that because I do love doing this podcast. I, I, I get hyped about it. I talk all about it. I'm like, oh. Let's get through it, guys. And, and then I just go ghost for months and months and months on end. And it sucks. Because I've spent money on this podcast and I want to prove to everyone any normal person can do it. I'm a normal person and I'm doing it. But it's, it's the fact that I'm not motivated to keep going. And it doesn't matter about motivation. As you've heard in previous podcasts, motivation is bullshit. It's discipline. Discipline will always outpower motivation. No matter what. Motivation is not always there, but if you're disciplined, it will be there. And I've kind of gotten into the state of being undisciplined and letting myself just do whatever I want. And not thinking of the outcome of... Like... What could happen? I fucking used to go from working on six days a week consistently. Not because I wanted to, but because I was disciplined enough to do it. Because I love doing it. I love taking out whatever anger or or frustration I had out through through the day there. But now I've just come up with excuse after excuse after excuse. And now I'm sitting at fucking... Basically 250, working out 
maybe once a month. And that sucks. And that's that's it's hard pill to swallow because I went from this diehard fitness fanatic who was train or setting to get his uh, strength. Oh, his uh, his personal training um, certificate to this kid who yeah I work out I I work with workout equipment, but that's the only time I'm touching it. You know. It's a it's a hard pill to swallow that I went from I let my discipline slide and you I've seen that a lot through my financial journey my lifestyle and how I want it to be I've loosened up my straps per se and I've become lazy that's the only way you can say it. it's it's laziness it's not even. Unmotivated, it's just lazy and it sucks. It hits you. So this next section, I'm going to be talking about um, my current read. I am trying to get back into reading a little bit more because once again, that's a that's a poor part of me that I slacked on for a large portion of this past year, year and a half, or I would say. Um, Reading has gone to the back burner of, well, me, <laughs> to be honest. And I know most millionaires, billionaires, self-help people, gurus, all that, they love to read because knowledge is power. And power, in a sense, helps you move forward in this world. And I want to just keep moving forward consistently every day. It's, it's like saying... Oh, I want to get 1% better. To do that, you need to try to get better. You need to do uncomfortable things. You need to to work out, keep your mind healthy, keep breathing, keep learning. Because once you're out of college or, or high school or wherever you go, learning doesn't stop. Or let me rephrase that. It should not stop. But once again, people tend to get lazy, so they suck. So currently, I'm reading like a thousand books. Just kidding, it's like five. But <clears throat> the one that I'm gonna be talking about so far today will be the index, um, the index card, why personal finance doesn't need have to be complicated. And this is a book I picked up a couple of weeks ago, honestly. And it's not the most it's the most current book I'm reading, but it's not like the only book. I still have to read The Richest Man in Babylon. I just picked up David Goggins' new book, never finished. I have true crime books, but like, that's a whole different topic. That's not me trying to um, talk about true crime because that's another thing I, I love, but I got lazy and I stopped reading. So I might actually do a spinoff and do like a true crime podcast slash Something of that nature. Um, in the future, I want to grow this podcast again first, but that's something that works. Um, <clears throat> but once again, this is the lifestyle podcast. That's a true kind of podcast. So, anyways, we're going to be talking about the the book I am currently reading that honestly makes so much fucking sense. I'm not that far in it yet, but it makes so much sense. 
because the average person doesn't have time. I have parentheses going up right now, or uh, air quotes going on. Doesn't have time to read. That personal finance is too hard. I think that's bullshit. I think any person, any person, can find find five ten minutes to look up a current topic that they're interested in and start reading it. Or try to get better financially for their family, their friends, their their future. Everyone should care about their future. But they don't. So I'm going to kind of give an overview of what I've read so far in this book. And then we're going to talk about what's going to happen in the next podcast. Because I'm not going to fail again this time, guys. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm really trying. It's just hard when you work so many fucking hours and you're so tired. But if I want to make a name for myself, if I want to finally prove the people wrong, that's what you got to do. You got to create the content so that people start listening so that I can create other streams of, of income so I don't have to rely on just one or two so that one day I know I can have help. I would have helped a couple hopefully 100 people because I got 14 listeners on on Spotify and that's awesome and I just want to keep going forward and keep going forward so I'm going to do a little index card synopsis of what I've read so far that I found interesting in the first two chapters of this book and then um, after that we'll go through what the plan is moving forward again so, thank you. Now let's kind of get back into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, this current episode at least. It's what I've been currently reading, like I said, is the index card and why personal finance doesn't need have to be complicated. I picked up this book because I've heard on like the Finance Samurai and so many podcasts that all you need to know about personal finance that the common person like me and you most people need to know about personal finance can fit on a note card a three by five typical note card that fuck everyone has everyone once again it's the fact that we don't want to learn it's that we don't want to look at a set of rules and kind of be like oh but i have to stick to this this no 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 because some of the statistics that I am going to be sharing with you shocked me, but I will also go to my personal experiences of why it also makes sense. Because I can tell you some of these do make sense, but some of them are just like, after being in the personal finance field since maybe 18, I'm now almost 24, it is hard to look at some of these numbers and not be appalled. Because, fuck, oh, why can't X, Y, and Z do X, Y, and Z for their family, for their friends? You know. But then I'm like, wait, I've been in that exact exact same situation. I've been so poor that I only had 12 bucks for a week or 36 bucks for a week. Until I next got paid. So we get into this windfall of financial 
this windfall of like, oh, but this shouldn't happen because X, Y, and Z. But it did happen because X, Y, and Z as well. I'm trying to like make it simple for all of us. And kind of just show what I care about. So the first thing that I, everyone knows is save 10 to 20% uh, of your um, pre-tax income, which in my opinion is very easy. Um, but I've also been on the other spectrum of instead of making where I'm at now, where I can easily meet all my needs and uh, the needs of my family, that, that I've also been making $9 an hour and barely being able to pass by. So we just think of, fuck, I'm gonna pull up right now and do that math. About $9 an hour times 40 hours a week. Pre-taxed, that's $360. Have that by two. $720 for two weeks. So for the month, pre-tax, they only have $1,440. $1, and take 10% of that. That's uh forty. That's seventy two dollars. Seems doable, but when you're in those situations of, you have so much credit card debt, so much, you have to pay for rent, you have to pay for mortgage. Things start adding up, and you're like, oh, I don't even know if I can get that seventy, seventy two dollars worth. Or is it even worth me trying to save seventy two dollars? Because I've been there. Oh, you're you're saving five ten dollars a month, but. <clears throat> You don't see the compounding effects of that. And it sucks. At first, everything sucks. I'm not going to lie. You get so disoriented and, and, and you feel like you're not doing nearly enough for what you should be doing to finally change your life and move it into a better direction. Personally, I'm saving like about 200 a week plus 500 a month well over a thousand dollars a month but it took a long time to get this point is what i'm trying to tell people you have to figure out what you can do and how to increase your income because what i'm making now the thousand dollars is easy to come by i'm not trying i'm not saying that to brag or anything but i've come a long way from working the last 10 years So for this next little section, I'm going to talk about what my plan is in the next podcast. Next podcast, I'm going to talk about my current um, goals for the year and how that is stacking up and where my investments are going, what, what I'm doing in order to continue to grow my investments. And um, I think that will be the bulk of that episode. I think it's just going to be... A sort of overview of what I've been doing, how much I have um, in most of my accounts. And I'll go over why I have different accounts for what and the plan in each of those accounts. So stay tuned. It is coming. It's going to be here faster than the last one. I promise. Um, and once again, I really do appreciate you all sticking through this and helping me learn along the way. Love y'all. So I'm just going to keep going back into 
some sort of other sections that this this book kind of threw at me. One of the things is no credit card debt. Like I said at the last podcast, I have about $14,000 worth, worth of credit card debt. I'm not proud of that. But things do happen. Like I said, I'm, I'm the average person that I've done. I'm in the same exact situations as most people. Um, just have a higher income now. Now than what I did have four or five years ago when I first started to care about my personal finance at 18 years old. And credit card debt is a thing that I think most people, hell, I can say that most people have it at some point in their life. It's easy, it's convenient, it's right there. So no one should be discouraged with that credit card debt's in their life or, or in their budgets and taking it out of their net worth. So 27% of people, Americans, this is an American study um, from the book, um, do not have a $5,000 net worth. And that's dumbfounding to me because at 23 right now, I currently have a $15,000 net worth. Once again, still not bragging because that's nothing in the long run. But I think it's, it's kind of showing me, hey, you're doing better than most Americans. And that kind of gives me, me hope and like helps me keep, keep going forward because I'm like, fuck. I'm doing better than 27% of Americans. Barely, but I'm doing better. Um, also, another one that I saw from last year to 2022 at this point is that 47% of Americans, if they have an expense of $400, would have to sell something in order to meet that expense. If you don't have $400 in your account at any point of time, you are doing something very, very wrong. Now, it's just for you, but for your family, like I said, it's family. It's your future. You're hurting yourself in the long run if you don't have enough money to cover a, a, a an expense that could happen out of nowhere, like a, a car failing or something of that nature. Um, and that happens because about two-thirds of Americans, once again, this is an American study, two-thirds of Americans do not have a budget in the slightest. They are just free-balling, raw-dogging the shed have their money constantly, which is why we have um, people making six plus figures who are living paycheck to paycheck. And in my head, it makes sense that if you don't learn any sort of financial literacy or uh, knowledge about what to do in your financial um, practice, no matter what money, amount of money you make, you will always always being dead because you don't care. You have not tried to learn. You have not tried to change who you are as a person to try to get better so you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Also, if you're only saving 10% a paycheck, whatever that may be, $72 to X, Y, and Z, in a year's time, that gives you just over a month's worth of salary. Just think of that. Yeah, it's going to take a while to, to build that buffer. But once you have that buffer, your mind can kind of stop hitting that wall of 
what am I gonna do next? What am I gonna do next? Because you have that that extra cash just in case something happens. In case you have that expense that comes out of nowhere, like your tires and you need changing or your oil change or you get sick or something like that. You have that money set aside for you in those situations. <clears throat> so next podcast, that's my little rant of of, of the index so far because I think it's a great book right now. I think everyone should kind of read it and I'm going to keep reviewing it and keep going. And as I continue to read, I'll upload stuff and tell, tell them what I'm thinking and up to tell you guys what I'm thinking. Thank you all once again for tuning to the Get Through Podcast. I hope you found insight or viewpoint that spoke to you today. And until next time, get through it.